I I didn't think it was possible, but I'm really hooked on the Batman podcast. Not the fan cast. I'm talking about the radio drama that stars Winston Duke, Ashley Birch, uh, Hassan Minaj, uh, like Lance Reddick's in there too, uh, Sam Whitmer. Uh, guys, go check it out on Spotify, but uh, enjoy the ad. Okay, so I don't know if I've talked about this elsewhere, but uh, I just listened to... Have I talked about the Batman podcast? God damn, I think I have. I don't know. Let me pause this and uh, I'll get back to you guys. So, I say so a lot when I start a a thing. Um, I have not talked about Batman Unburied, which is the new podcast uh, exclusive to Spotify. And it was the podcast that topped Joe Rogan and it is a radio drama like these um like um Serial for example back in the day I couldn't listen to it like I wasn't exactly hooked on it the uh podcast was formed to be a not uh uh regulated like minded but this is like straight up a radio drama. And I'm glad that this is making a comeback. I know that they have had anime uh, radio dramas, which is like audio CDs, uh, but it's an audio drama. And what I've enjoyed about this one is that they are just, do they have a good voice? Can you just picture them in your head as is? Okay, let's go with it. Uh, because I know that if they casted Winston Duke as Bruce Wayne as Batman, uh, there would be an uproar from people that say, you can't have a black Batman, but, uh, fuck him. Like, he's really good at this. Uh, his Bruce Wayne is pretty good. His Batman is pretty good however with Batman you kind of you know what Batman looks like but just like you have to hear the difference you have to hear the the gruffness the uh the but you also have to see it in a dude that like like I don't know how to describe it but the historically speaking they've always managed to figure out a way to make Batman imposing no matter how ridiculous it is. Michael Keaton in 1989 wore spray-painted black Nikes and a rubber suit. But because the magic of film, he really beat up those uh, two guys in the beginning of the movie. Like, grapple-hooked one, dragged him through uh, uh, the whatever, and then... Uh, as I'm thinking about it right now, did not do a whole lot to uh, other villains. Uh, like, like you had the the was it Axis or Ace Chemicals? 
you had the chemical plant scenes, which was the action. Then you had him break through windows. Uh, you had him... That was the museum, broke through the window. And then he destroyed the chemical... Which, by the way, like, cool scene, but... Like, it's, it, it was the start of a really long trend of Batman and guns in film. And then you go all the way up to, uh, I know Babs Tar is a huge fan of bat nipples, but it's like, eh. Like, uh, no thanks. The amount of movement that the actors had in the suits was very limited until you get to Christian Bale who even in the first uh, Batman Begins limited movement but he was fighting dudes and then you get to the Dark Knight which is uh, they upgraded the suit so that uh, he could turn his head like that was the upgrade he could turn his head now the great thing about an audio drama is you don't have to deal with this. You don't have to deal with a heavy suit. Uh, you don't have to design the suit. Like Everyone's seen a Batman movie before. Everyone knows what they have in their head of, when they think of Batman. And they have just a great um, tension when the, whenever an action happens. And the for the most part, you have very sparse moments of things that would do better on film uh so instead of batman beating up an entire gang for five minutes it's a single viewpoint these guys are on the radio oh my god no no guns go off it's like what's going on what's going on and then it's like eventually lowers down to one and it's just the like that's when Batman shows up to that guy like uh, there's other things that you can do as well it's very easier to be scary and disturbing when there's more obscene stuff happening obscene literally meaning off screen like it's the you hear it and if the sound effects uh, just flip that switch in your head that makes you think, uh, yeah, that's real, then it, it does all the work for you. The, I'm going to start spoiling a few things here and there because I'm trying to like uh, dance around what does and does not happen. But the, uh, the thing I would suggest everyone do is go listen to it right now right now i think there's six there's six episodes out the majority of them are up to about half an hour but the the episodes are layered in such a way that you start off one way and think oh this is different and then uh more world building happens then more world building and then more world building and uh you get a sense of like the batman's world that they've built because i would love love to see uh the 
movie poster using everyone's uh, like uh, likeness to show you uh, who plays what. Because, like I said, you have Winston Duke as uh, Bruce Wayne, Batman. Then you have Lance Riddick as Thomas Wayne. And a shout out to that guy because uh, he plays a father who loves his son, but also, like, because Bruce Wayne is Batman in every universe, even in his, uh, like, you'll, you'll understand, um, when you listen to the show, like, he, he is singular focused and with one purpose, uh, and then for the first two episodes, it's very basic serial killer uh, hunting elements. Like, it's very Silence of the Lambs. It's very uh, procedural. It's very... But then episode three comes around. It's like, oh, by the way, this is a Batman story uh, that's going on. So the the elements that you're, like, craving for, episodes three and four are deep right there. And... Like, uh, your questions start to be answered. And another great casting is uh, Hassan Minaj, uh, who who plays the Riddler. And his Riddler is excellent, and it is very believable. I could totally see uh, Hassan Minaj. I'm saying uh, Hassan Minaj uh, in a very particular way because I know uh, he chose Ellen, of all places, to correct... Uh, people on how to pronounce his name because everyone was saying Hassan Minaj. Well, it's Hassan Minaj. It's like there's uh, I, f- I forget what the like very particular um, uh, like cadence is called, like that part of the cadence. But uh, yeah, it's a. Uh, see now, I'm looking for. Okay, so. The great thing about uh, Hassan, or Hassan, Jesus Christ, it was as simple as that. The is that um, he gets to play off of. Uh, I, I want I want to say it was Ashley Birch, but I'm not quite sure of who plays who because there's only a handful of people where it's like I recognize their voices and I can just name them. The <laughs> he he plays uh, with uh, his scenes with um, Barbara Gordon, Detective Barbara Gordon, and she is just excellent. And there's like uh, Batman um, nods here and there. Because you get a uh, Detective Flass, which anybody who's ever read Year One, you know who Flass is. Uh, then you do not get uh, Jim Gordon, but he's talked about, and I'm pretty sure he's going to make a uh, uh, appearance. But you also get, as Alfred, Jason Isaacs, who, by the way... Uh, he is an awesome uh, dude. I saw him, not saw him, but like, 
about I spotted him. Uh, there was one time uh, I was uh, in the pit at uh, New York Comic Con waiting to get in, and I look up and there's uh, Lucius Malfoy right up there, and I was like, ah, oh, son of a bitch! I couldn't get my phone out in time to uh, snap a picture, but I was like, like, ah, oh, there's Jason Isaacs. I wonder what he's promoting this year. So he plays Alfred. Jason Isaacs Alfred is uh, very good. I would love to see uh, him have the role eventually or in like an actual movie. Really like Andy Serkis' Alfred. Uh, Like I'm hoping he gets more to do in the Batman too, but Jason Isaacs uh, is just like one of those really good actors that uh, he can play a heel and a villain very well and when he's like a good guy he's uh has the ability to just be like like that charming uh guy as well the so his Alfred very good uh it was a very good casting and then I don't I don't want to spoil the surprises. However, I am going to talk about the strengths of the show. And the strengths that are um, present include uh, themes of, uh, or not, I don't know about themes, but things that, the toys that it's playing with. The the, the the psychology the uh, because of course uh, there's a there's a character that's a psychologist or a psychiatrist I'm not quite sure which uh, I always get the two confused but so Bruce Wayne has to see a therapist at one point and instead of action scenes you get dialogue heavy scenes and you get these sound cues that that are playing off when uh, someone is hearing bats like when someone is hearing uh, this not not that the action that you are presented with is uh, lame it's just that you can't see it so the sound that they're hitting you with and the tension that you're presented with has to be uh, made real without the visuals The, the visual thrills are not there if you were to just listen to the the Dark Knight, there would be awesome moments between characters. Like the Dark Knight, to me, is probably one of the most quotable movies of the last 10, 15 years. I want to say it was Dark Knight '09 or 2012, or or was uh, well anyway. So like all the character conversations would be great, but if you had to listen to the like transporting uh, Harvey Dent to uh, uh, the lockup, and it's like okay, we're driving through Gotham, uh, and they're, unless they're narrating it, which by the way, I'm just gonna do like uh, through uh, top of my head, we're driving through Gotham, and there is a uh, fire truck lit on fire, blocking their way. Oh well, guess we gotta go another way. Option B, option B, going underground in the tunnel, like. Uh, oh look, there, there's a, uh, a, t- a garbage truck. There's a, uh, a, a semi truck. Like it's like, oh, and they're shooting at it. Joker has 
uh, spray painted an S over uh, the word laughter to make it slaughter is the best medicine. Like, it's like, oh, look, Batman is showing up. He just rims right into the garbage truck, taking it out. And it's like, uh, but the Joker has a RPG and he just takes out uh, the Batmobile. Boom. It's like the armor truck is uh, being shot at. Like they have a bazooka and a uh, lone masked driver is just driving uh, with an unnamed police detective who was probably a, uh, a TV star on the hit show at the time. And uh, Harvey Dent is uh, like nervously uh, like waiting to get to wherever he's going inside the small truck. And then like, oh, here comes Batman. He's turned the Batmobile into a Batpod bike, and he's uh, charging after the, the truck, but he's uh, hooked a cable up to the, the truck, and he's driving around all the lampposts to really tighten it up, and boom! The truck is flipped over. As good a job as most people could probably do with that kind of audio, or the, the, that kind of script to work with, without the narrator doing their best and weaving in and out of people talking, that would be a lame scene. It would have been better to see visually. So with the podcast of Batman, you get... At one point, you get cannibalism. You get a serial killer cannibal. And, of course, this person has uh, psychological issues. And they are just, as they work, not exposition, but explaining themselves... And I would be very curious uh, to see where they go with uh, future episodes. I do not know how long this podcast is going to be. If I had to guess, like 10 is a round number. 10 is a uh, big uh, opportunity to like just really dive into things. That would equal like a five and a half hour uh, movie and there's certain like there's certain questions that get answered um, but there's certain questions that don't get answered uh, until you like like because you're wondering like like who's around uh, like questions I'm having right now are uh, is uh, Dick Grayson, Nightwing, a uh, character in this world. Because we clearly have uh, a Batman who... And this is one that the answers I'll share, just to give you guys a, a, a sense of what kind of the world is. This is a Batman who's been around for several years. Uh, Arkham is an established place... Uh, there's a entire wing of this, the craziest of crazies. And then 
Gotham PD or GCPD is definitely corrupt, but you have uh, Renee Montoya and Barbara Gordon as uh, features in GCPD. So the one question I have going forward, like, is Batgirl already a thing or gonna be a thing? Um, how many Robins have there been? Because I haven't heard any mention of those characters. The... The Batman bingo checklist, or, or what have you, of... Uh, things you're going to hear in a Batman story. Uh, the Pearls, the Park Row, uh, like they, these all make an appearance. Um, but I'll let you guys enjoy this because I, I really didn't want to spoil things, but I just wanted to discuss the strengths of the show. Um, I'm looking forward to Tuesdays because it's a half an hour of listening that I get to enjoy. Um, Go check it out. Peace.